in normal time. Liverpool 3 0. Call it, take it quickly, Origi! Yeah! Hello and welcome to the Redcast podcast. After Liverpool have been humiliated by Manchester City, is that fair to say? I'm joined by Jay and Dean. Uh, start with start with you, Dean. Disappointed, angry, annoyed. Uh, I'm, I'm, I was pissed off, but I, I was more, I've more like just come to accept that it was what it was. And I think, to be fair, we all semi expected it. I know we were quite bullish on here last week. To be fair, but I think. Once, once the team came out, I text Jay and was like, "My confidence is just completely depleted." And it was just seeing that that back two partnership. But I think we can't even moan about it. It's the worst thing about it. We got exactly what we deserved. I thought. What you, Jay? <laughs> I just <laughs> he texted me when the team came out and was I just said four 0 City, didn't I? Yeah. So I was I wasn't wasn't so far, far off. off like, um, like I said last week. I tried to look at the positives from it. I thought we were in it for an hour. In it in the sense of I thought it could go either way when it was one one. I think we had a bit where we were a little bit we had we had, it looked like we were gonna be the team to get the next goal and then it just fucking crumbled, didn't it? <laughs> There's no other way I can describe it. Paul commented on the Instagram. Available for a post match if you just want to chat, please. <laughs> I rang him after it, Paul, and he, he was, I think he was about five glasses a row saying, like, <laughs> but he was all right about it. The league done, Dean? Yeah, oh, yeah, it was done before then, though, and I thought, yeah. I thought it was done before, City, I think that that game was just a nail in the coffin, and if not, like, for the results, I think for the confidence, I don't, I, like, I don't think we'll come, we'll come back from that, in terms of mounting a serious title challenge, I think, as I said last week, it's been more now about looking over our shoulder than we are about going on and looking up at City. It's, that's, what have they got? A game in hand, is it? Just one game in hand. Yeah, just yeah. one game in hand. So if they win that, the 12 points clear of us. We're not even on their radar now. And, and uh, to be honest, rightly, rightly so, we can't moan. We can't moan about the result. We can't moan about the performance. We can't moan about being out of a title race. How many points clear of, was we last year when we beat United? <laughs> was it 12? 18? Was it fucking drum? We ended up 30 points clear at the end, didn't we? No, it was 29, 29, 28, something like that. Yeah. And league by, yeah. never. But they were on like... No, it was, it was 19 points clear of City, but of United, it was like, we were like 30 points clear, weren't we? Yeah. At the end, and they went on a 12-game win... Well, not a win, Sorry, but 12 I've, games I've, I've never understood the question. I thought you said when we beat United in this in the December. Yeah, like, how many points clear of, of City was we then? I think we went... It was like 19, 20, which is, then, oh. which is like a typical fucking thing of being a Liverpool fan and expecting us to fuck it up. Yeah. Even then. It was only then that we went when we went like twenty plus points clear that everyone thought, "Oh, we might actually win the league now." Mm. That's what I mean with City because the Pep said today in the press conference, "I don't understand why we need to play all season. We've won it now." Is that just him being petty because they're asking about say, saying he's won the league and he's being sarcastic? Did he really say that? He said something like along the lines of it was like, "I don't understand why we need to play Tottenham and Everton next when we've already champions." I think he's just being a dickhead. Because he can be like that in press conferences, can't he? Yeah. he doesn't, he's a bit like Klopp in the sense that he can get quite touchy in press conferences. And I think that's just what he's doing. He's just he's just been like... Because everyone said they've already won the league. He's just been like, well, we might as well not fucking play it now if you think we've won it. <laughs> Speaking of Klopp, do you think that 
the news that's come out today has affected Liverpool's performances, Jay? Um, no, because if someone else's mum dies, it doesn't affect me. I'm sad for them, yeah. but it doesn't affect me. Oh, he doesn't really take training either, does he? He's like every manager. He'll do bits. He'll do what he does what he wants, don't he? If he, does, if he turns up one day and just says to I don't want to do it today, you do it. Yeah. It's not. I don't think... No, because why would it? It doesn't affect... Like, it wouldn't affect it wouldn't affect me if I was playing. I was thinking more along like where Klopp's like the motivator for the team. Obviously it's not gonna be Mr. Motivator. It's not just him though, is it? It's the whole he's got a fucking backroom staff of like fifty people here. It's not just yeah. him. Everyone doesn't look to him for motivation. It'll be his assistants, his first team coaches, his scouts, whatever. Shouldn't we give him that Burnley game off though, do you reckon? Like or give him some time off and just have pet managing. I don't think it's should we give him it off. It's I know we can't go to Germany. But it's not even that. I don't even I, I just don't think he's the type of fella to say, oh, no, I don't want to come into work because my mum's dad. He's probably... It's like everyone. When someone dies, I'd personally, I'd rather just go in and crack yeah. on. Right. Speaking of the City game, then, I want to get your point of view as a goalkeeper. Well, we can we can call you a goalkeeper, can't we, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was. I've seen him play out once and it was awful. <laughs> what, right, I was driving here and I thought, Matty's going to mention me being a goalkeeper. Dean's going to say, is that what you are? <laughs> word for word. Yeah. Word for word, I got it right. But yeah, I do have a going goal, Dean. Yeah. <laughs> you went to Dallas as the keeper? Second keeper. Still went to Dallas. I though. went to Dallas, sat on the bench, but... <laughs> um, Alison, i seen your tweet saying... Um, about you can slate him for having a bad performance. I'm going to make you with something I've seen tweets. Not a few people saying he should be dropped. <laughs> Look at who's on the bench. I know. For me. Would you blame Alison? That's the question. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Fucking right. No, but um, for the first the first time he kicked out, you can see he was shaky. But then the players put him in them positions. Okay, so delve into it a little bit deeper, right? Yeah. That part of the game is over an hour in. Yeah. So it's not as if like it's happened in the first minute. If it happens in the first minute, you can say, fucking hell, wake up. Yeah. It's an hour in. More than an hour because he's had half time and stuff. For me, the first one, okay, you can live with a mist. You can live with mistakes. Yeah. Sad, it happens. Shit happens. It's one of them. But for me, if I'm a player and I'm playing out, I'm not giving him the ball for a good 10 minutes. Yeah, as a keeper, five minutes, genie. As a keeper, I don't want the ball again. Don't give me the ball. Fucking, I want that ball as far away up the pitch as possible. Yeah, don't give it to me. His head was gone after the first one, weren't it? So, the first one, yeah, you let him off a little bit. As I said, shit happens. The second one, and bear in mind, in between them, he'd nearly kicked it out for a corner. (laughs) So his head had obviously gone. So I don't understand the the logic of of okay, let's keep using him. For me, it'd be for the next five minutes. Let's get the ball away away from the goal. Let him compose himself. Let him do this. He should never try that pass. Fuck me. I've never seen a way. I've, I don't know how he's done it. Man, Yaldum stood over there and he fucking passed it there. I, I just don't understand. I don't understand. Was Ronaldo, he passed it back somewhere. I don't. I don't know. You don't know who he was, who he was aiming for. Probably Robertson or whoever was yeah. centre half. Can't even remember. But yeah, for me. And if, I think he should say Foden's one, if I'm honest. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. That's a terrible goal. It's it right above him. And he goes down. That's what I don't understand. It's right at him. And he goes to yeah. his knees and puts. it flicks his fingers. It's right at him. I think he should do well better with that. I think he should that. do well better. Listen, Phil Foden's a fucking unbelievable f- footballer, by the way. Yeah. World class. But he should, the keeper should save that for me. Yeah, I was about to say that, Phil Foden. He won the game for them earlier, didn't he? 
he did. He, he ran the game. But I just, like, he cut inside, still and cut inside for me. Sorry, I've gone off fucking track here. I'm good. You talk about phone because my head's just fell off there. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what's to say about Foden? He ran, he did run the game, but I think Foden, and like City as well, that was that was a performance he can hang his hat on. I mean, that'll be the Phil Foden game. Yeah. And that'll be the game that Phil Foden came to the fore. And all these people who've been saying, fucking Phil Foden, I'm seeing, what, what's everyone raving about Phil Foden for? Yeah. And now you can say, well, look at that Liverpool game and he ran the show. And I think, to be fair to City, I think it's going to be the exact same. Like, listen, every tight winning team has a, has a performance they can hang the hat on. For us last season, it was Leicester. That Leicester game was the catalyst for us going on throughout the rest of the season, just battering everybody. And I feel like that's this game for City was the same. That was This is the game they're going to hang the hat on now. And it, we'll look back at the end of the season and all the neutrals will say that was the game where it changed for City and, and they, they, won the they, they won the league that day, yeah. And I think, similar to Foden, that, this will be the game where we all turn around and say, this was the game where Phil Foden became a star. And rightly so. I mean, he fucking he battered us on single-handedly at points, didn't he? Yeah. It's fucking horrendous that his bird let him go up with that here, though. Some Stockport though, I'd, I'd let him go in that one, you know. It's probably the best day of cutting Stockport. I mean, I know mine's not great, but fucking hell. I, was, I didn't want to say it like, but. <laughs> it's annoying though, isn't it? Because in the game, we weren't bad. I don't think we were. The positive to take from Curtis Jones played well. I thought he'd done really well. I don't understand why he was too hot. For James Milner. For James well. Milner. There was it with Shakiri, wasn't it? Shakiri come off. Well, he come, he, him, he he come off. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't understand why he come off. I thought Trent was fucking awful. I thought the penalty learned from it. Yeah. Sterling, he's pulled out of a, ta- of a challenge with Sterling. Fair play, because Sterling will throw himself on the floor, as we see. It is a penalty, though. But then, for it to happen, for the second goal, when Sterling cuts inside and goes past Trent again, like, you'd think at half-time someone would have pulled him side, aside and just said, like, are you all right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because to let it happen again, and then they've scored off it, and I'm sure he's done it two or three more times. Where he's Sterling can't use his left, but not that he can't use his left foot. He's, he's right footed, yeah. and the reason Pep probably puts him out there is so he cuts in onto his right foot. Yeah. So, as a player, recognise that and put him on his left foot. Stop showing him side onto his right foot all the time. His right foot is dangerous. It was just as if like he couldn't be arsed. Trent. The only time I saw a bit of fighting him was when who did he square up to the goalie. When he squared up to the goalie, the yeah, we were four one down by yeah. And he's like, "Nah, you fucking waited ninety minutes." What did you think of the selection, or what did you both think actually of the start eleven? Because I, I obviously I texted you over the the centre hours, but to be honest, I thought he got the midfield all wrong as well. He's, he's going to get the midfield wrong because he got the centre half wrong. No, I agree, but at the same points, I felt Milner should have started, and although for as well as Jones played, I wouldn't have started Curtis Jones. At the start of Milner, Vinaldum, and Thiago, given that the centre halves who are who they are, at the start of those three, because you know Milner will get across and cover cover Trent. That's the point of having Milner. That's the point of playing Henderson there. And that's why we've missed Henderson so much, is because he gives cover to Trent that he's not he getting from Salah. Uh, I agree with the cover thing because I think to bring uh, Jones off and put for argument's sake, Shakiri there, it's just even less protection for for Trent. Whereas Robertson on the other side has got all the fucking cover that he needs. Because Mane, Mane does the running. Yeah, Mane will do the doggies. Well, was it Thiago we played on the left side of midfield? Or? 
the right side of midfield, sorry. Thiago, so. Ernie. So he had Thiago ultimately trying to cover Trent, who you want to go forward and be creative. Yeah, Thiago, who for, who for me is not blessed with pace. Nah, and he, that was a bad game from Thiago, to be honest. <laughs> Look, it was a bad game from everyone. Can't just single him out, but one thing that does do me heading is when you go on Twitter and it's like you have the LFC family dickheads. And you, yeah. like, as soon as you criticise the manager, a player, well, you can't do that. I can. <laughs> I can. Because one, they've just been slapped for one. Two, for me, the team selection was wrong. And three, they're out the title race. Yeah. They're out the thing we've all waited our entire lives for. And it's just like it's being given. I know there's issues going on with injuries and there's like all other stuff going on. But let's be honest, since Liverpool were confirmed champions last year, we've been crap. How many can you count on two hands? How many fucking good performances we've had? Chelsea game probably, but that was it, wasn't it? I know. Okay, the Chelsea game that was one in what fucking eight. Even that though was. Even that was close. Three, didn't we? Yeah, we even that was even that, that was close. Yeah, I really remember it because I was pissed, but even that was close. Fucking any. Thought we played well against Everton, but like we drew. Yeah, but it was the fucking we, game. So probably the, probably the, that West Ham game. Chelsea. Yeah. The one Chelsea, but even them, we're not even into double digits. How many games have been since then? We've been reigning champions. We should, it should be more, and I agree with Jay. The, the Twitter pisses me off anyway. I think it's a cesspit. But I think you get on there and, and like you go on there to have a rant, and then people start piping up, and you're in the mood for fucking arguments anyway. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But at, at the same token, I think I think Jay's being kind. I think you're both being kind there on the performance. I thought there was 15 minutes in that game where we were in it, and every other, and for the rest of the game, it just looked like City just had another gear. I yeah. think the, the the last 20 minutes of that first half was the only time we were in that game. And then when we come out of the second half, it looked like City scored and gave us too much respect for me. And it took for us to score a, a goal for them to wake up. Yeah. Because they needed to win. They felt like they needed to win the game. I felt like if they come out second half, carried on, tried, carried on from that first goal and tried to build on it, we wouldn't have scored. We wouldn't have got through. We wouldn't have got that pen. I think we, I thought we were lucky to get the pen. I thought we were lucky to get a goal. It was a pen, like, but it came from a mistake because we weren't getting through. Yeah. And I thought, apart from that, the, the whole second half, first half, it was fairly even. First half, first half of the first half, if you get me, it's first twenty-five. It looked like a massive time for City, but then we come back into it. We had the better chances, and up until half time, Allison had fuck all to do. But then after that second half, I thought they dominated. I thought they were in complete control. I don't. I didn't see a point where I felt like we were going to get back in it. And I felt like even when it went to one all, we were lucky to be in it, in it at that point. And I felt even after one all, you just knew. I didn't. I didn't have faith in us to get to the end of the game and get and see it out and get a draw. When it was one one, I just wanted to draw. Then I didn't even think we'd win it. It's hard, isn't it? Because you just think. Carragher raised a few good points on Monday night fussy. I thought. If you look at the team that played in Kiev, there's three players who didn't who aren't who aren't in that club now. Yeah. He, so Lovren, Carius. Lovren, Carius, and there was Lovren and Carius, and then we've signed three who've gone into the team because Milner's dropped out and Milner yeah. started in in Kiev. So he, he was going through all that, and then he went through the minutes. Some players have played the, the most amount of minutes that players have played in he the Premier in, League since Kiev. Put it in, yeah, he put it into a thing. And Andy Robertson since Kiev has played like ninety five percent of Premier League minutes. The only one more, Bobby. 
No, it was Robert, was, Robert, Robertson, was, Robertson was Robert, top. Yeah. Robertson was top, and it was like Firmino, Mane, Salah. Don't played over 85%. So I think Wanya yeah. Alden was in there, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So, although we are in sheer form, we're not playing well. We're two best centre-halves are out. I just think it's a culmination of those three things and a fucking burnout. Well, teams usually have a cycle of about four years, don't they? But we, we, we haven't changed much since Kiev. Ultimately, we haven't. The, the, they, went, they pissed the league last year. When you think about it, they signed... Since Kiev, we've, only, we've signed Alisson and Van Dijk, really, isn't it? Mainly. No. Signed. Van Dijk played in Kiev. Van Dijk played oh, in Kiev. Because he actually got signed, both for January, didn't he? Um, um, Alisson, Kaiser, Fabinho, Alisson, Shaqiri, and Adzio. The only signings, like, proper signings I can think of. You could, it's been, like, youth players you could say, stuff. to be fair, Alisson and Fabinho have been additions to the span of the team. So they And how many, like, spinal additions do you make to your team per summer? Yeah. Probably about one or two anyway. Everyone else is just fighting for places. So that that is normal. I think what's more stark is the fact that Keita, Adrian, Shakiri, those three players are all probably backups. And that's the only backups. And I think my main problem is when we've bought these players, we bought them as backups. Yeah. So now we're at a point now, two years down the line, where they're not competition. They're not gonna get they're not credible competition. They're not gonna command the place in the team. They're not gonna come in and outperform Mo Salah. Shakiri isn't gonna come in and outperform Mo Salah. So that say Mo Salah gets injured one week and Shakiri comes in and starts, he's not gonna come in and bang at Asset the way Salah would. Do you think uh Kaiser though, if he stays fit, is a is a good addition? I like Kaiser. I, I, I we have this I have this arguments all the time and I argue chat about Kaiser and I'm a big defender. Like if he stays fit, he's one of them players he needs momentum. I feel like if he stays fit and he gets his momentum, he gets a run of like five or ten games under his belt. Then he's got it in him to be an important player. He is the player that we bought. Or he is the player that essentially we want Curtis Jones to be. Yeah. It's like box to box, but literally box to box. Not doing your work in the middle third of the pitch. Yeah. Get from one box to the other box and get goals. Apparently we're trying to make him a bit like Genie in a sense. of That's why he's been... Apparently he's fit, but they're bulking him up to make him because obviously if Genie goes, they want him to play the Genie role. Uh, that, that's the point. We that uh, cater is this. Yeah. Well, yeah, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense because he's got the stamina, he's got the bulk, and he's got the speed, so he can do it. He can't. But it's, the problem is, he just can't physically do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But tactically and mentally and technically, he is as as good as that. He can do that, and he will get goals as well. The problem is, he just his body just isn't old enough for whatever reason. But he's what he's been here two years now. He's 25. At what point do we throw the towel in on that? Do we say, like, enough's enough? He's a bust of flush and try and get him on. It cost, it cost us, what, 50 mil? Was it? Something stupid like that? Um, something, 60, 60 million stupid. euros, weren't it? Yeah. I just think it's now a fucking massive summer. You either go, you either get into the summer and you go, right. What? But this is FSG. We've got no money. What's going From now till the summer, we've got no fans still. We'll have to do something, aren't we? Because. They've brought someone in who and backed them. Let's be honest, they have. They've backed them and it's worked. Yeah. So now, do you think, in front in their perspective, do you did you look at it and go, well, you know, we've got what we've got what we came for, won the league, we've made money. Uh, we're happy for mediocre now, or do you look and say, go to that fella who you've put your trust in and given six year contracts to and go, right, what do you need? What do you what do you need? Because I think that whatever you need, we will find a way to get you to. Because they're a business. They are a business. So they're not gonna wanna 
us to be mediocre because at the end game for them ultimately is to sell us. Yeah, and I don't think they'll accept mediocrity. I think they're pretty, they're, white, they're not naive. I don't think they turn around and go, we've given you all we can. We've got what we want, so then we're happy now. We'll sit on this. No, I'm not saying that they are. My me, me point is, it's a big summer to try and to make the decision of where do we, what do we do? Mm. Do we do we try and build it up slowly or do we just go, right, here's a fucking big pot of money. That's what we've got. That's what we can afford. Yeah. Use it. Can you, would you accept having to sell to buy this summer? Yeah. Yeah. Well, who are we talking about selling though? The shite. The absolute shite that we've just got and it's not even like a fucking debate on who that shite is. Origa needs fucking off. Shakira needs fucking off. I actually put the best and we'll find it now. Carry on, we'll find it. Um, who else is there? Oxley Chamberlain, would you? I like Oxley Chamberlain, but I think the injuries have killed him. He was, yeah, doing, re- he was doing really well yeah, before the injuries, but then the injuries have come along and it's like... He's another one that needs five or ten games under his belt, but his style of play for the midfield doesn't suit the way we play. I think he's a really good player, and yeah. when he got injured... Genuinely, I was gutted because I think he'd have been a really good, a difference in in Kiev. I agree, I, and I think that's what we missed in Kiev was someone to run at them from deep, especially when Salah went off because we just became quite predictable. He threw Lallana on. I know we're digressing here, like by the way, but he, he threw Lallana on the left, and we lost all that pace. And Oxley Chamberlain would have give you that from a different from a different area of the pitch. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I agree. At the same points, I think Oxley Chamberlain needs to go now. He's twenty eight years old. Like for his his style of players being running and being direct, and how much longer would you get that out of him anyway if he was fully fit? So I think Oxley Chamberlain probably has to go. I wouldn't be averse to selling Cater if yeah. if there was a good price. Anything above 15, 20 million for me, Cater goes. Shakiri has to go. Arigi has to go. And my, you're gonna fucking. I'm gonna get pillory for this. <laughs> I'd sell Salah. I would. I think you get easily even in this market, you get ninety million for Mo Salah. And 90 million is three players to us. I think with Salah, it wouldn't surprise me if we did go in for Mbappe, as bold as it is, he could be included because he's massive. But for their owners, because he's massive in Qatar, isn't he? if you think back to like the Club World Cup, he, he got the reward because he was Salah. He was crap in the Club World Cup, ultimately. He's, he's, a massive, he's massive in that market and that and their Qatari owners. So I think he'd be used in part of a deal with that. But I'd sell Salah. Top goal scorer, didn't he? Yeah, but what have his performances done in the past however many games? This this with Salah's numbers don't lie. It doesn't it doesn't matter if he's top goal scorer to me. It does, it does he's not doing a job for the team. Okay, I, but then is I'm, Mo Salah is Mo Salah the most selfish footballer you've seen play for Liverpool? But as a po- you asked me this when I was first on, and I said, yeah, for, for his end game, his end game is to be top goal scorer. And yeah. whether you you can say, oh, it's all about the team, it's all about this, well. Is it though? Because players all have personal ambition, individual well, my ambition. My gripe with Salah is when he plays. If if he scores first, the rest of the game's fine. But if Manny scores first, he is a nightmare. I think we'd sell, we'd, we'd suffer more for losing Manny than we would Salah. I don't disagree with you. I just think if you say, for argument's sake, he scores 25 goals this season, you're then selling 25 goals. But then, if the, if you got the option of selling them and getting Haaland or Mbappe, would you sell them? I just I just don't think that's going to happen. I don't, I agree I agree with what you're saying. I think that's why that's the only thing for me with Salah is, is what sort of puts me off selling them. And even I don't see a need for selling Salah. What I'm saying is we got a bid above like 80, 90 million for most Salah. I don't get well more. I I I don't think I don't think we get in this market. But I think if we got a reasonable bid for Salah, I'd consider it. 
And I don't think we need to sell Salah. What I think we need is credible competition for Salah. And if we're in a market where we're like, we haven't got much money, like everyone's saying, we're having to sell to buy. Getting 90 million for Mohamed, for Mohamed Salah. Like I said, there's three players there. The, the way we do business, there's three players there that we can buy and bring in. And to be honest, we don't even need that much. For me, all we need is a striker and a right winger and we're sorted. Wijnaldum's going to go. Curtis Jones is ready to go. So there's, yeah. no, there's no need to, to go mad, I don't think. I think it's absolutely baffling. For as much as I like Wanya Aldum, it's absolutely baffling. He's put his cards on the table, he's had a contract in front of him, he said no. He's basically said, I'm going. I think it's it's bewildering the way he starts every game. It's Apparently it he wants to stay me. though. It bewilders me, the fact that he was cap- made captain for a game recently. I don't understand it. It's like the whole Coutinho situation again. If that, if when Coutinho wanted to go, he shouldn't have played mm. for me. I think he wants to stay, though. At, at what I've read is that the, we want, he wants 250 a week for five years, but we only want to give it for three years. If he has it for five years, we're committing to paying him 250 grand a week till he's 35. Exactly. So that's why we're, that's where the argument's meant to be. It's a lot of money for Genie Vijnaldum. But when you think about it, 250 grand, Van Dijk doesn't even get that. Exactly, that's what I mean. Yeah, Van Dijk's our best player. Matt Phillips is on seventy-five grand a week, you know. Fuck off! I swear, got me seventy-five. Have a look. I promise you. Is that with bonuses and shit? No, that's basic. That's basic pay. Behave yourself. (laughs) Honest. Have a look after this. I promise you, he's on seventy-five grand a week. Virgil Van Dijk's our best player. So he's on one. Fuck no, he's he's on one ninety. But it says everywhere you look that we're committed to giving him a contract before Salah, which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but all this bullshit of oh, you read the day, you read the day, you read the day. No one knows. Nah, it's all fucking hearsay. We all know Van Dijk's our best player, so Van Dijk should be the highest paid player at the club. That's fucking common sense. That's what he's speaking, so, Steve. So, for I, so with one yard, I'm saying, well, no, I want 250 grand a week. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> there's a video. There's a video going round. There's no way Everton fans say something. You need to go to Barca. You're better than them red shite. And he says, no, he wants to stay, but and he doesn't want Barca. Yeah, is he being, is he being today, videoed? Yeah. He's being videoed, yeah. Yeah. There you go. There's your answer. But I don't know if they can see the camera. You wouldn't know because it's in he's a car. He's not soft. Yeah. yeah, I know he's not because soft. Because if he was to then say, yeah, yeah, you're fucking right. They are the well better. I hated you. Don't you think, though, yeah. if he was going to go to Barca, he would have signed it already? I don't know it hasn't been. No one knows. This is what I'm saying. It's, it's all Barca. It's Jay, all bullshit. It. Barca would announce it's it. It's all him. bullshit. Whatever what you read in the papers is bullshit. There's just been a thing in the echo, and I've just retweeted it. Up to one minute apart, one article saying Liverpool is the safest city in, in the UK. Another, and a minute later, they sent an article out of a girl's been arrested in Crocky Park, 14 year old, for running around trying to hit people with an axe. Do you know what I mean? So it's like everyone goes, oh, I've read this, I've read this, I've read this. No one knows. No, yeah, these no. reporters don't know. They're all full of shit. No one Especially knows. Especially the echo. Especially the echo, the fucking biggest rag about, yeah. apart from the other one. It's pinched in Manchester as well, though. But it's not even the point. But like, my point is, none of us work at the club. The only person to trust is when he, and to be fair, when he comes out and says, he only ever comes out and says something is Klopp. And he only ever comes out and says something is when it's fucking happening. Yeah, because he, he said, didn't he, all January, we're not buying anyone, we're not buying anyone, yeah. buying anyone. Because probably at the time, we weren't buying anyone. Yeah. Like, Do people- you think him, say, him calling the owners out over the centre-back made them buy someone? I know we didn't spend much money, it was like two million total, but do you reckon they, that forced their hand? It's whether it was the owners. 
for all we know, that Kabak deal is, is took fucking a month to sort out. Because they wanted to buy him, but Schalke was saying no, so they've had to loan him. No one, this, again, it goes back to my point, no one knows, because we're not round the negotiating table, we don't know. And Klopp isn't the type of manager, he's not like other managers where they come out and say, yeah, we've put a bid in for him, him, him and him. Uh, yeah. yeah, but we're in talks with him. Klopp will come out and say, no, there's nothing to tell you, because I'll only tell you when it's done. Well, apparently Origi, I know you're saying don't believe everything, but apparently he was going, but Michael Edwards wants too much for him. How much would how much is, is Origi worth, Dean? Five. <laughs> nah, he's, he's fucking shite, isn't he? The best yeah. time we should have sold him was after the Champions League final. Yeah. I do you know what I, I part I partly feel sorry for Origi because I think he's come on and he's asked to do the job that Firmino does is not his game whatsoever and it makes him look worse than what he is. But even his, even what he is good that he's shit at. <laughs> he's fucking as I said last week, he comes on, he's got such of a bouncy castle and he just gets bullied by defenders. But it does now when you're asking him to come on, play in front of a back four, try and link the midfield to the attack, find the strikers in and in, in the channels, or come on and play out wide, hold the ball up, but run at defenders and try and yeah. get it, try and dribble and get a goal. It's not his game. The best we've ever seen of Rigi is on the shoulder. Play on the shoulder, try and pull defenders out of position. That's the best we ever see of it. You look at the game against Everton last season at the um, the Derby and Anfield last season. Yeah, played on the shoulder because they played so high. Rigi's quite quick. Play a ball over the top and let him go onto the end of it. The game against Norwich as well. Play on the shoulder. They're slow. Get in behind them. You'll get goals. He scored two that night. That's that's the best of Rigi. Don't ask him to come on and do Firmino's job. He's not capable of it. I. I I don't think there's a place for Rigi no more. I did. I used to think that we could still get the best out of David Rigi. I think that ship sailed now. So I think even in the summer, if we got like 10 million for the Rigi, just recouped what we what we bought him for, even that is probably a Too profit much. really <laughs> considering what he's done for us. Yeah. I mean, I've put a list here. People we could sell. Carriers, you could probably get 4 mil for. I think his contact's up at the end of the season. I'll fucking give him a fucking bag of crisp and say, see you later. <laughs> he still thinks he can fight back, doesn't he, oh, first place? He's, he hasn't even got in Union Berlin, though, you know. No, he's on the bench, didn't he? <laughs> they got it because at the beginning of the season, they bought a really experienced goalkeeper. They swapped with Augsburg and got yeah. a really experienced goalkeeper, so he's never going to get in there anyway. He's just tough. More asked about what he puts on his fucking head and playing in goal that cunt. Um, we've got Grabara as well. You're the one who's the keeper who went to Huddersfield. He's still on our books. Um, Phillips will go for free. Vandenberg, probably get about two mil for him off pressing if he does well. Yeah, that's optimistic. If he does well, though, he's only 19. He's, you buy, yeah. when you, you pay a bit more, don't you, for the kids? Yeah, but I, I, it sounds really sad. I watched a couple of under-23s games in last year. He's bad, he's shy, like, yeah. he's poor. But it's even like people like Marucci, we've got his contract run down, he's like, you can go for free in the summer. We could have just... Sold him in January or something. Mm. He, he's decent as well. Will we get compensation for him though? Because he's homegrown. Depends if someone signs him. He could just he could just let us run out and be let. Yeah, but, out but you can still get compensation. That's what's happened with Elliot. But Harvey Elliot, his contract ran out, didn't he it? Signed pre-contract. Pre- pre- pre-contract. If you sign a pre-contract in them six months, then you've got to pay that club. So ultimately, if he waits till if he yeah. waits till, if he waits till whenever the contract on the first like, of July, then he like, can do what he wants. It's like when we signed Danny Ings, we had to pay them seven million because he yeah. was classed as homegrown with Burnley, and we signed him before his contract ran out. We signed a pre-contract agreement. Oh, um, Grewich probably get about what? It's a proper footy manager, that isn't it? Yeah, it's <laughs> not the fact that we know that's that. exactly. Grewich, how much do you think you can get for him? I reckon he's his stocks high on the continent. Grewich, in Germany, exactly. He's done well at, at Berlin. Yeah. I, I reckon you could sell Grewich for a good 15 million. 
I reckon you'd do well and get 50 million for Grujic. This is like some of the deadwood we've got. Um, like Shea Ujo, he's still at the club. I think his, con- is his contract up. Nah, right? next oh. year. We will never sell him. <laughs> He'll just go. He'll end up with another fucking contract then. Yeah, somehow. Harry Wilson, how much do you reckon you get for him? Would you sell him though? Yeah. I'd sell Wilson, yeah. I like him. I like him, but he was at Bournemouth. You've Bournem. raved about him for Yeah, but, but then you think he was at Bournemouth last year. What did he do in the Prem? He did all right. Bournemouth. All right. He did all right at Bournemouth. I think if he'd come in this season, got the, the same amount of games as Curtis Jones is getting, and maybe next season built on that, we could have had something. He plays good. on the right though, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. But then they're probably thinking, oh, we've got Elliot now. Yeah, I think that's part of it. But now he's dropped down to Cardiff in the Championship. I think he's another one, like he's gone. Yeah, he's not done that well either. Has he not? Cardiff, nah. I think he's got like two goals all season. When you compare him to Elliot. He's meant to be a goal scorer and right winger. Yeah. Um, we've still got Ben Woodburn on our books. Super Ben, man. So much. <laughs> um, Arigi. And then we've got that Awoni as well, who's flying in Union Berlin. Flying. Is he? Yeah. yeah but he, I'd keep him, me, and sell Arigi. I think his issue is work permit, though. But he's meant to be, meant to be getting a, a um, cap for Nigeria now. And with the new Brexit rules, if you're an elite athlete, apparently you can... There's more. I read something on the Athletic about him. He could maybe get a work permit this and year. Maybe it's just worth bringing them back and just giving them six months and see what yeah. happens. And even if even if he's shite, there's still money there. Do you know what I mean? This, he's got that behind him. He's played ten times for Liverpool off the bench. We'll get ten yeah. million for him. I'm happy but with that's that. That's just deadwood. And then you think about like the Ox, um, Milner. You'd probably sell Milner to like Villa or something for like a million, two million. Yeah, I'd give Milner another season. Just one more season, especially if, with the club being in such a state of flux. Well, in the summer, it could be in such a state of flux. I'd give Milner another season just for stability. Even if he, even just have around the dressing room. Who else do you sell? Well, we said if we sell to buy. The only the Ox, really, isn't it? Say Shakiri. You'll probably get some decent money for Shakiri. Yeah. I don't know about Minamino. If you would sell Minamino, obviously, he'd say I don't know the option to buy, didn't he? Um, I think, if again, Minamino, give him a run of games. I think there's something there. I really do think there's something there. Minimum. He's one player. I remember when he put Solos back onto Anfield and where he, he played. I don't think you're You can't judge him on one performance, though. But that that game, I remember, he, our group chat, I don't know if you remember, Jay back then, when he played, he, like Melon, that was the comment, like, he is some player. He put Van Dijk on his ass <laughs> at mm. the time when no one had dribbled. He was the first person to dribble past Van Dijk, weren't he? Yeah, but again, it's just one performance. But he's and got Solskjaer, that in his locker. He, yeah, yeah, but then... Could you, you could just say he just added in his locker that night. I mean, he scored a fucking cracking goal on Saturday. Like, it was a great goal. Yeah. So, I, I but I still, I do think there's something there with Minamino. Just thinking he needs to bulk up. He's, he's too, too weak. I still don't understand the fucking thing about loaning him out. Still baffles me. I think it's a game. Game time, yeah. I, yeah. Don't, I don't think it's. Oh, give him games. Yeah, I agree. Give him games, <laughs> but then. Baffles me. I think it's more like go and prove why you, why you can play in the Prem, that loan. Make or break for him in a way. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think he's been bad. That game he started, and it was only against Palace. But he was decent against Palace. But then against Villa's kids, he was pff, abysmal. Mm. So he's just hit and miss, really. But then some players are hit and miss. You think like some players you've had in the past who've been hit and miss, but... Jovanovic. He was not hit. <laughs> he just wanted to be fucking hit. Yeah, he was missing. But who else? Who would, you, who would you bring in then, in the summer? Like For me, I'd, I'd bring in Haaland. Because I think Minamino would work well with him against he did in, in Salzburg. And he, Haaland's the type of player with Liverpool. Uh, Trent and Robbo would love it. This isn't a question for me because for as much as I love footy and I love the Reds and all that, I don't sit there and I don't like watch all fucking 
games and yeah. play. Erling Haaland. The is. one player who I'd say who I really like at the minute is Calvin Phillips from Leeds. Yeah, I think Calvin Phillips from Leeds is an absolute baller. To get him because he's English, young at the prem, it's stupid money in it. I think he he'd do what Van Yalden does though. So if you're looking to replace him for this like for like, he plays more Fabinho as well, though, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he plays deeper, doesn't he? Does he? Yeah, yeah he plays. That like does he... not to say that he. It's not to say he can't. He can't do. It. Yeah. He's, only, he's only young, and he's fucking. <clears throat> for me, he's fucking brilliant. Joe Elsa, decent for Leeds. That um, that one who's on loan from City. That one. <laughs> Harrison. City. Yeah, him. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have him. I don't think. I think that's. He, he's one of them. Like I don't watch much of Leeds, but I'd imagine he pops up every now and then. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I, thought, I imagine he's not pulling up trees. I know they mentioned Rafinha on Sky Sports News. That's been linked low. His, his main name's getting bandied about. He looks a, a decent little player. Um, but he's a winger again, though, isn't he? So. But that's what we need, though, isn't it? We need a winger, on, especially on the right-hand side where he plays. Like, Sa- Do you Sa- not, can you not see Elliot coming back, though? And, and I'm not, not saying give Salah run for his money, but he's competition, isn't he? If he yeah. plays like he, he has he, this year. Is he vi- like, that's a lot to put on an 18-year-old kid to say, you're yeah. going to come in, you're going to challenge Mo Salah, who's just come off the back of probably another 20-goal season. Yeah. You're going to challenge him for his place. And to get above him, you're going to have to score as many goals. So that, he's more than he's going to have to do. He's not he? a goal scorer, hell yet, though, Exactly. Really. He's you more can't, I think it's a, lot, it's a lot of pressure to put on an 18-year-old kid. I think he needs another loan in the Premier League. I know he's doing really well at Blackburn, but yeah. I think he needs another loan. If they the come Premier up, League. go back to Blackburn. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think he needs another two years out on loan in the Premier League, to be honest, to prove that he can... He's only just 10-17, Annie. Exactly. But there's a massive disparity between the team top of the league and the team bottom of the league. So even if he joined Blackburn next season when he come up and he had a good season behind him next summer, that's probably still not enough to come into the into Liverpool's first team. So I think even then, he won't be ready. I think you do need to buy competition for Salah. Like I think that's what our money should go on in the summer. Essentially, for me, the most important part of the team this summer are centre-forward, right-wing. Saying centre-forward, what would you do with Bobby? I, didn't, I wouldn't sell him. I just think the good thing about Firmino is he's versatile. He can play up front. He can play in the ten. So he's he's got a place. There's a place. Where did there he for play him. for half an hour with Bosman as a centre mid in the ten? Play behind the striker. Bosman as a number ten, and then for some reason he fucking Rogers tried to play him left wing back and left wing, and that was probably the nail in his coffin because he had nothing. I think when when Klopp came in, everyone was getting quite apathetic towards Firmino. And yeah. it was only Klopp coming in and starting up front that he started scoring well, goals. Klopp wants him, didn't he, at Dortmund, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, exactly, because he could play deep lying. Because he could do Goethe. I'm Goethe. He's going to see the piss out of me now. Goethe. <laughs> he, he could do Goethe's job of dropping dropping deep and allowing the wingers to push on. But I think, like, for us now, that's worked for four years. As we've said before, we're going a bit stale. So we, there's still games where that will work. But then there's games where we need someone to do what we really want Origi to do, which is... Occupy them two centre hours, push them back, make space, yeah. blah blah blah, and we need a proper striker for that. I personally don't think we'll go anywhere near Haaland. I think his release clause is ninety three million euros. I thought, I thought it was seventy this summer. Uh, even that, I think that's too much for our owners. I don't think they'll go near them with a the barge pole. And I think if we get rid of the players we've got, add I th- is it forty million they give us every summer, and then whatever we can make, we can keep for transfers. I'm not sure. I'm sure that's the case. Um. My all my thinking was with Haaland was our owners like to buy where they can maybe sell them for a profit, and he's only twenty. Yeah, but even if you buy it seventy million, how much profit are you going to make on seventy million on a lad on a twenty-year-old lad? You want me to ask you about Allison's cold feet? What the cloth say, Jay? I think it's been a tongue-in-cheek comment, and 
really do believe, and I say it all the time, it's fucking smart. It's really smart. Pep does it, Klopp does it, Mourinho does it, and they're the fucking three best at doing it. Liverpool played shit at the weekend. What? What are the Blues buzzing off? What are the Manx buzzing off? Alison. No. The buzzing off. Because Klopp blamed it on cold feet. They do it all the time. Oh, Klopp said, ah, is it windy, is it? Is the pitch too dry? But it deflects from the fact that Liverpool have just played it fucking awful. Yeah. Pep does it. Mourinho does it. And for me, it's fucking boss management. Because he's, in that instance, he stood in front of the camera and just went, oh, no, he's like, I think his feet were cold. So everyone's <laughs> looking and thinking, what the fuck are you on about here? What? His feet are cold. But it just, it deflects from it. So you've played, your team's played really shit. I'm not talking about that. Shifts. The cold feet. Did you what fucking Klopp said? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you think that was genuinely because he was sick, weren't he, for the Brighton game? Do you think he was still recovering? Because when you're sick, you're fucked. It makes sense. Don't want to make excuses for him. But like we all, we all have fucking days where you're going ill and you can't be asked. I'm not saying he couldn't be asked, but like it does have an effect on you, doesn't it? But at the same time, as Jay said, their mistakes were so late in the game, and I think. I think it's the third one. So is it Van Allen passes it back to him? Yeah. Like, just fucking clear your line. He doesn't even step onto it. He just stands there, leans back, and it hits his heel. Like it's just, it's like he forgot the biomechanics of human movements and just stood there and the ball at his foot. It well, I watched mad. that finger, that take off as well after you said it last week, and that's how that's like the origins of when you play from the back, and then there's mistakes yeah. in that film where Valdez fucks up. Do you think it's criminal trying to play that style of football against Pepe, basically? Created it. Created it, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say criminal. I think... If anyone knows how to stop it, it's Pep. Well, just, yeah, well, there's two ways of looking at it, really, isn't it? Because you could use the Pep model and try it, but no team is ever, ever going to play exactly the same way as Pep's team. Yeah. It's not possible because of the way, you one, you've not got the same players, the same ability and stuff like that. But I don't think Pep expects... Or sets teams sets his team up to counter his own team, if that makes sense. Yeah. The way his team play, I don't think he does that. He's and for me, Liverpool don't do that. Liverpool are happy for the opposition to have the ball in in our final third. So by their eighteen yard box, we're so happy for them to have the ball. They can have the ball as much as they want there. They can even have the ball coming towards the halfway line because as soon as we win the ball back, Liverpool are full to the pelt. We'll counter you. Yeah. So ours is a very aggressive style of counter football. Whereas Sunday I just thought everything was just dead slow. And if you look at Pep's footy, it's not slow passing. Pep you've seen it in documentary, I'm sure yeah. you will have as well. Pep does rondos all the time. To be the honest, after thing, watching it, I didn't like Pep, but after watching now I had some respect for him, you know. But the first thing Pep does in, in a training session, he still does it now. I watched the City thing a couple of years ago. The first thing they do when they come out and they know it, what to do. They, get, they put themselves into rondos and they're in rondos for about forty-five minutes. It's not just like where when you've got your lads training, mm-hmm. where you do a ten-minute rondo, or when I've got my lads and it's 10, 15 minutes in a rondo, and then you've got to do your session. It's not like that. He does 45, 45 minutes to an hour in a rondo. But going back to your point, um, if you was if if he set up to to play Pep's game, then. Probably, yeah, it probably was a bit stupid, but I don't think that is the case. I think it's just lackadaisical from Wanyaldum. From them all, it's very fucking stupid from the keeper. 
I remember thinking when the ball got passed back to him, just fucking hoof it. He didn't. Just hoof it. And then I made this like weird high pitch noise when he <laughs> when he gave the ball away. Not worse than Carragher's, but <laughs> I made some noise when he gave it away and then my half fella launched the remote. So it was f- fun nice and it, it was awesome. just one of them. It was fucking shit game. And at the minute, I'll just be dead honest, I don't see where Liverpool's next points are gonna come from. I'm not very confident going into Saturday. Let me move on to that now. Like, um, not confident? No. Not after watching that. Are you confident, Dean? No, I'm not, re- not really, no. But no. I think it's winnable. Like, we can win it. Is Vardy back? Yep. Yeah, but I don't know if he's going to start. He's just back, isn't he? I think for me, again, it all depends on the team selection. Yeah, I agree. Well, there's been out in all the, like, James Pearson has been tweeting about it, which usually means it's right. Um, about Carbac starting this weekend. Game too late. It's the right. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. It is the right thing to do. But you say it's a game too late. Though. Would you have threw it through? It's twenty at the end of the day into the biggest game of the season. Yeah. Can I can I rephrase that question? Yeah. Because we had the conversation last week about who would start centre half, and I was vehemently for Carbac. Would you? Do you think it was a mistake in hindsight not to play Carbac? I think it was a mistake not to play recognised centre half. Yeah. Yeah. So Kabak or Davies. Either I would I wouldn't have played Davies them. in that game. I wouldn't have. My point mm. my point is sorry for something in my eye. My point is always he's been signed for a reason. If you signed I don't sign someone for my um twenty ones if I think, right, when we go to Tramia, oh, I'm not gonna take him. Yeah. I'm not gonna take him because he can't he can't act it. I know. It's like you've signed that player for a pit for a reason because you think he's good enough. We want, like, we, we want to know Owen, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So, and Owen's a really good player. Mm. So I wouldn't have signed Owen if he weren't a good player. I, I just don't understand that th- that thing of, oh, well, you know, he's not quite ready. He's been playing for fucking six months. He's played for the season. He played up against some of the best players in the world Lewandowski, Sancho, Haaland. They were in Leipzig as well. Yeah, uh, this is what I said last week. We're not talking about some bum who's been playing for the Farmers team. Like, as Jay said, then he's played against some of the best strikers in the world. But on top of that, like we have, had, we've had the luxury in the past of being able to give players time. Like Oxley Chamberlain, Fabinho, they took six months to settle yeah. in because there was covering those positions. We don't have that luxury now with the centre halves. They have to basically parachute into that into that position and, and start right away. And I thought, and that's why I texted him before the game and said, like, it's we're fucked. Because we were, with those two centre-halves, with Henderson and Fabinho centre-half, we were fucked. No pace against, like, Sterling and that, is it? No pace, but you got Fabinho coming off the back of an injury and three centre-mids there, not one of them's holding. They need protection. I don't know now if it's, if it's... I think now what we should do is just play whoever, play both of them. Kabak and fucking Davies. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Play like, all of them. <laughs> I, I think on Saturday it's going to come down to the midfield battle. And I think if we get our midfield 10 out of 10, we can sort of get away with our defence being 6 or 5 out of 10 because the midfield win every battle. So do you think start Kabak and Davies and put Hendo and Fabinho back? Maybe I'm being a bit bullish saying start both of them. Like, but it's definitely, I'd definitely start Kabak. I'd start Kabak and Fabinho. I'd put Henderson in front of the back four and I'd drop Thiago. Yeah. I drop Thiago play. I know you don't, you don't like the, the thought of playing Vinealdum, but I play Vinealdum and Milner because I just think we need solidity. Like it's not that I don't like the thought of it. Vinealdum's a fucking brilliant player, and at the minute we need we need something. <laughs> Let's be honest. I, I think we need to get back to basics. Just, just go back to where we were. There's no point in, in trying to. Ch- He's brought Thiago in. I'm not saying it's failed, but right now it's not what we need. We don't need fresh ideas. We need to get back to what we were, 
and we were always solid in midfield. We were always hard working. We were the hardest working team. Look at what Chris Wilder said about us last season when he came to Sandfield. The way the reason for Liverpool's success is we got the basics right. We were willing to do the legwork. And I'm not saying we haven't been able to do that, but we've looked really fucking slow lately. And I think part of it is because we're missing something in midfield. We're missing steel. We're missing a little bit of solidity. And yes, that's because our two old midfielders are playing centre-half. But then we've got a lad on the bench there. Like he's 34 years of age. Doesn't mean he can't do a job. If he can't do a job, why the fuck is he still at the club? He's the fittest player in the team. Eh? Exactly. So if he can't do the job, why is he still there? He's just play- is he just there out of fucking kindness? Because that- that's an insult to him. Play him. He should have started on Sunday for me. And I think on Saturday, he needs to start Milner with Wijnaldum and Henderson in front of the back four and then Kabak and Fabinho in centre-half. Don't you think he's too loyal, though, sometimes with the subs, though? Like, I would have brought Wijnaldum off out of the three of them against City. Yeah. And he's, he just didn't. You know, you, you know when you see Curtis Jones is starting. He's coming 60, off. 65 minutes, he's coming off. But you stupid, isn't it? Because he was... He played well. He didn't deserve to come didn't off. Deserve to come what off. you said before. I didn't even want to start, but I think having started, he, he did himself justice. Yeah. I just think every game now, so Leicester now becomes the biggest game of the season. And then Everton. And then the Derby. That is the biggest the game of the season anyway. Derby's, <laughs> the Derby's are fucking, you don't even need to say how big the Derby is. Even when Liverpool are fucking flying like we were last year. They beat us, they go above us, don't they? They've got two games in hand as well, remember? Yeah. So and we, they're only three points off. <laughs> that's fucking grim that wow okay I'll be deactivating oh, this mate. Day. <laughs> um, yeah but so Leicester becomes the biggest game Get past, hopefully get something from the game at Leicester well one plus about Leicester is Rodgers will not come and well, will not play against us to defend he'll not sit he won't sit back it's not in Rodgers' philosophy to sit back but they've got pace yeah which is something for some reason we don't have at the minute and we're f- we look Fucked. I've just got this thing about Trent lately, me, where I just think he looks like he can't be asked. Every time he's on the telly yeah. and I'm look, like and I'm watching him play, I'm just thinking, you don't even want to be there, you. But I feel like that with most of them, though, Jay. I feel like you look at all of them and they look like they can't be asked. And I, I, I refuse to believe, maybe I'm maybe I'm naive, but I refuse to believe a, a, a professional football player goes on the pitch at any level, at any level of any game, professional or not, amateur, you don't go on a pitch if you don't care. I don't think, but if you care. look at Trent this knackered. year to to last year, I can see what Jay means. It's like even there was there was a game the other week and I messaged you and said he's not even running back. He was jogging back. There was on the break and he was jogging back. Mm. I do like I said at the beginning. I think it's it's just a massive combination of all sorts. That's it as at once. I think if we'd have been burnt out last year at this stage, I think obviously we're being twenty or, or points ahead. We'd have got away with it. I think it's the fans, well, you know. It is it part of it. Yeah. Since, since the, the two performances we had this season with like Spurs, and that was when we had the fans in. When you think back to when we sat in yours, thinking we were going to win the league against Everton, how boring was that game with no fans? It was awful. One of the worst. We were fuming. The best part about that day was getting a Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy it in for now. That sounds like Domino's. Sounds lovely. <laughs> I think. I f- probably, someone will probably sleep me for this, but I think not having fans. To be in no fans has affected Liverpool the most, I think. Because you can say what you want. The 4 0 against Barca doesn't happen if there's no fans in the ground. Yeah. The 4 3 against City a couple of years ago doesn't, doesn't happen, happen if there's ground. Just 3 0 in the Champions League doesn't happen if yeah. there's no fans. Liverpool, like, and I'm sure other people will say their team is spared on by the by their fans, except the Blues, because they get booed all the time. So it's like Liverpool's fans 
are like the armist. It's Adam Seddy, I think, on the first one. Everyone thought that fans would be back in now. When the fixtures come out, if you remember it, there was Blues, Manx, Chelsea, Arsenal fans all moaning because we had a spell of big games away from home and it was all before Christmas. And you'd yeah. be saying, well, that's not fair because they'll come to us when we haven't got fans and we'll go to them when they have. Now, unfortunately for Tottenham, that was it was fucking true. Yeah. But we, we all thought the fans would be back in now. The players probably thought it. The players probably thought We all thought the first lockdown was going to be three weeks. <laughs> Four months. Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, I think psychologically it has it does have an effect on the players. I think it benefits other clubs massively. Look at West Ham. Yeah. Because their their fans are green. But they don't. Their fans are green, but they don't like and they don't like the or they haven't liked the way Moyes has played. So when Moyes has been there and the fans have been there, they fucking let them know, and it's like a toxic thing yeah. that you can feel. But if there's no fans there, they've been boss. They've been sad. Evan. Evan have benefited from having Evan no have fans benefited there. from having no fans because they haven't got and it's not even a dig at, at any little thing before was but it's not even a dig at them like Evan have benefited from not having any fans because there's no toxic atmosphere when something doesn't go their way yeah cause they like, get, if they get beat they get booed off the pitch not, don't they yeah but and it's not again it's not a dig but Evan are that desperate for the success, for some success now because it's been that long like if something doesn't go their way if they lose how many home games have Evan lost this year I'm sure I've watched three Newcastle leads. They've lost for about three or four. Did you with Leicester felt like I lost all day yeah. because of the paper mistake? Well, every time they come, they come to go above Liverpool, they, they fuck up every but, time this season. But I don't. That could just be a coincidence. I don't think the fuck the players are going. Oh, we could go above the Reds and the Reds go. But yeah, can you imagine them, Everton, if they like they lost that game? They come on, they go on these runs. That's what that's what happens. But. They're going to expect the success more now as well, aren't they? Because you've got a boss manager and a decent yeah, team. You've got yeah. a good team as well, I think. Arsenal. Arsenal are another one. Can you imagine if they're fans this year? Fuck <laughs> me. You don't have to watch that tit, DT, on that fucking Arsenal fan TV. You don't have to watch him. So Can you imagine him in the ground with the way they, yeah. they're going at the minute? Just makes a tit of himself. Charity boxing match, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do him. <laughs> that that's why I think that we might benefit at Leicester because they they are a team who I don't think they would have won the league without if without fans. The home form's been poor this season. Yeah, I don't think it's. I think with Leicester, we're not exactly rivals, are we? So I don't think the fans. Isn't this season the first season where there's been more away wins than home wins mm-hmm. in the Premier League? Yeah. I don't think fans will come into it on Sunday. Not as not to the extent that it would do in other games. I do agree with Jay. I don't think the four one happens on Sunday if there's fans in the ground. No, because I think. Sorry to cut in, but I think when Mo Salah scores the pen, the whole, rally. The whole ground mm. turns. Yeah. It does. That's what happens in, in any game. We, I don't it's think we would have lost to Burnley. We wouldn't have lost the record to them no. if those fans. No. But I think at the same point, I think not having fans in the stadium is going to have a massive impact a week on Saturday against Everton. I think that's going to be the... And I'm genuinely, seriously worried about that game. I've never dreaded a derby. I've dreaded derbies. I've dreaded, I, the derbies are dreaded where... Origi in the 96th minute I dreaded that one because they were playing well at the time and they yeah. played well on the day yeah they deserved something from that game that I dreaded that one and I'm fuck me I'm dreading this <laughs> Calvert-Lewin Josh King's de- a decent buy as well this reminds me of when the FA Cup semi-final we played against the Andy Carroll one yeah and we went on into that game Not, have, I think we won one game in the previous nine 
And the game we won was the game before we played Blackburn away and Carroll scored in the last minute. I remember going to that game and thinking, these don't beat us today. It'll never happen. It'll yeah. never happen. Because we are we were there for the taking. And I think... It's exactly it's that feeling, isn't it? It's exactly If they yeah. don't beat us now, yeah, it'll fucking never happen. Yeah, it's it, we're there for the taking for them. And I think... It's more important. I think that maybe maybe that might play into our hands. Maybe I'm grasping to us. Maybe the, maybe that might play into our hands a little bit because the pressure's on them, really, in that sense. The benefit with Everton is they got Pickford and goal. It's beneficial to us. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like yeah. that's that's where we can win the game. I just can't imagine their fucking fans if they beat us. Well, I can't because I've got a mate who every time Liverpool can see the goal, he sends me a picture of himself smiling and on. Sunday, he sent me a video. Um, before as he was going in bed singing Blue Moon, and then sent me a video Monday morning, walking around town with Blue Moon blasting out of his phone singing it. Fuck your mate, lad. Yeah, so, I was <laughs> so, but every time Everton, you know, concedes when Leeds were playing, yeah, I fucking sent him the same thing. Do you know what I mean? Not I'll anyway. fully be be muting or Everton to do with the nineties when uh, if they beat us, Tom Owen and Rico, not a chance. I, will. I won't even have my phone. Yeah, on. You, you bring that on yourself, though. <laughs> I, do. I don't. I haven't even messaged him that recently. It's you been do. him. You bring that on yourself. My manager works with a massive Everton fan. I'm not going to work because <laughs> I just can't, I can't be asked. <laughs> See, this is what the Reds have done to us. It's fucking two weeks away, and we're just dreading it. I think we'll beat Everton. I actually don't. I think I we'll don't. get beat. I think we'll do. Yeah. yeah. But that form is out the window in the Derby. No, but I think the game on Sunday was quite similar in context. Where City hadn't won an Anfield in 17 years, and that was that would be a massive kick in the arse for them now. And I think it's the Everton will take a lot from that. Each team that comes to Anfield will take a lot. It's three league games on the bounce. When the fuck did Liverpool ever, ever... It's got to be on George, you know, the last time. Got to be. No, 60 years ago. Was it, yeah? In the 60s, when Liverpool last even lost Hodgson three league games. Bad. Even Hodgson wasn't this bad. So Shankly? <laughs> this bad under Hodgson. <laughs> so under Shankly then? Yeah. yeah. Shankly pays. Yeah, it's quite, it's... Not that's that bad, a fucking, it? that's yeah. a, like a, that's <laughs> a big thing that the last time you lose three league games on the mouth. It, and I did see an interesting thing, right? The first time, it's the first time Jürgen's lost um, back-to-back games. Ever? In, for like 254 games or something but the next person under that is like Mourinho 17 do you know what yeah, I mean it's the that, first yeah. time it's at like yeah. first. and then there was another one that said it took Jürgen four years to win the league in European Cup the uh, the next one after that is 12 I think it's Ferguson it's Mourinho didn't win the European Cup at Chelsea no. did he it was no. Ferguson in 99 it's madness that when you think of how Good he is. Mediocre that side he took over was Klopp when he got to Liverpool. Like I, I've never hated the Liverpool side more than that 15, 16 season. I fucking hated us. Well, I, I had to look at the lineup the other day actually when what the war he come into and it, we had like was it a Colo Torre? Colo Torre, Adam Bolton, John Flanagan, Manuel Ayala. Who was the other one? John Flanagan's a free a free agent now as well. Jordan Ayew, fucking Benteke. I was an external at the time and he did that potential and then well, just... look what he did to us that season. Like we were shit that season. And he got us to get Oak League final, League Cup final. Which we should have fucking won. We should have won both. In yeah. a, in essence. I think we I still think we should have won the, the League Cup final. We got beat on pens, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. We should have won that League Cup final. That was a tight game. That's the year one we battered them. 
where we beat City 4 0 at the Etihad that season as well, remember? Yeah. We beat them at Anfield. Beat them the week after. Yeah, exactly. So I think we should have. And with that team, I think towards the end that season, he started playing like a fucking Shea Yojo and Connor Randall, didn't he? Yeah, Brad, to, and Brad Smith. Yeah, just to give lads a game. But it's way for Brad Smith because he got a £6 million move to Bournemouth. So. <laughs> Listen, it's fucking. It's tough at the minute, isn't it? But. It's never been. It's never been this good. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> like, fucking fuck. hell. And I, it'll never be as bad for me. I remember going under Hodgson. We played Wolves at Anfield, and we got beat one nil. And there was people fighting in the centenary stand. That was a low point as my of my points as the lowest. I, the lowest I've been at the ground is we played Utrecht. Utrecht, some Dutch team in the Europa League at home at Anfield. Same thing. We fucking yeah. We fucking drew nil nil. Jovanovic hit the bar from like forty yards out. Yeah. Must have been the only time that cunt hit the fucking ball at the goal. But, like, it was the first time I've ever heard a team get booed off at Anfield. Yeah. I think that was before the Wolves it game. It was, yeah. So, so, like, that's that's how bad it can be. I mean, you, can have, so- you can have Christian Poulsen, centre mid, Paul Koncheski left back, Milan Jovanovic, your front. You saw so- a window could be Danny Wilson, Joe Paul Jovanovic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about toxicity. That Wolves game was fucking poison. Yeah. But never experienced anything like that at Anfield. For as for as frustrated and for as pissed off as we all are now, we know and most fucking scouts reds know. Like you've just said, it's never been this. Good. I think most of the hate people you see online now though is all good. I seen a tweet and I fucking promise you, it was like LFC New Delhi, something like that. <laughs> and someone a fucking blue nose had retweeted it and it was it said the manager must go. And it's like, oh my god, glorious taking the, the piss. They've got to be glorious, haven't they? Anyone like, who says Klopp should go didn't support Liverpool when we had Hodgson. I think the fucking, I think the Blues or the, they've got to be. Someone's got to be taking the piss. It's like that transfer account that fucking indica- what indicating. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? They're right. He gets loads bang on. You know, <laughs> if you act like I, if when his transfer window follow him, I promise he gets the piss out of him. But he gets so many transfers bang on. But my point is like. Works for KFC, like yeah. But if you, if you spray a battery hands with a machine, with a machine gun, you're gonna hit some of them, aren't you? Yeah. I've so. never ever known a, this is the best Liverpool, this is the best it's ever felt being a red. And like, you get people who and they're just moaning and moaning and moaning because the reds have, haven't been great for two months. Fuck off. So it'll be all right next year. Van Dijk will be back. Right, we could, we could back. win. We could win Saturday. We could win the beat beat the shite and then win the next game. And it's like. All right, then we're starting It's all flipped on its head, yeah. yeah. We're comfortably we're, in the Champions League places. Where's Satya and we're going? Don't know what we've been fucking worried about. But do you think if we win Leicester and win Everton, it spirals our season back the other way then? I think I mean, I'm not saying win the league, but no. I mean, do you, do you think winning Leicester and Everton is vital? Not just for in terms of being in the top four still, in terms for the rest of the season. Personally, I think we've got to get something Saturday, even if it's just a draw. Is it Leipzig? a draw Saturday and then beat that lot. Isn't Leipzig wedged in between these two as well? Yeah, we've got Leipzig next Tuesday. I think that's an important game. I think we can beat Leipzig. They're going to be, I, I think, mental little mind games like that playing come into play, don't they? Like, they're meant to be at home, but they're not at home. They're playing hungry. in Budapest, aren't yeah. they? Where do you wait team either way? So, I think little mind yeah, it, do, it doesn't, but we're not going to Germany now, we're going to Hungary. Yeah, but we can't, we, I don't think we can't, we have to win that game away. Or at least draw nil nil. We can't come into Anfield having to, have to yeah, because there's no fans. We have to win, or at least a nil nil. Mm. Or one one. We need. Way. I think we need, need an away goal. Realistically, you need a goal. Don't you would you say think? that it going into any Champions League game, though, wouldn't you? 
you, well, even more so with no fans. Mm. No fans is going to play a part for the rest of the season. I don't think there'll be fans at all. One plus about Leipzig, they've got Galaxy and goal. <laughs> goalkeeper, though. Yeah. Um, he didn't make hurdles, did he? I'd rather have him now than, than Adrian. Look, he, like, he's shite, isn't he? But we're all fucking raving when he saved that pen in the Super Cup. Yeah, all... we all thought we had the best backup in the yeah. division. And it's like... Then he, but then Villa scored seven past them. But he scored seven past Van Dijk. Van Dijk played in that team. Yeah, he was bad. So, it, like... Yeah, the full, when, full centre-half yeah. partnership in front of so him. Yeah, the full team of it in yeah. Allison. It was the week before the derby. Yeah, it was full team of it in Allison. We got fucking slapped by Villa. And then we went in the derby and you come away and you think, fucking hell, we played Boston. Mm. Should have won. And then... I forgot even what my point was, but... <laughs> it was about fans, wasn't it? I think fans plays a massive part for the rest of the, rest of the season. There's not going to be fans in the ground for a while. Not this season. I don't even think there's going to be fans... I, I reckon aim for December, which would be the middle of next season. So that just tell you how fucked up. Well, I, I was thing. watching um, the Super Bowl the other day in America. I know they had twenty two thousand fans in there. Yeah, but it's different in America because each state has its own its own laws and its own is Florida. We should take Florida. Florida have said they've yeah, where's Ham? We're just going to have mass gatherings. Whereas New York have said, nah, that's not happening. Yeah, so it's not what like it is here where. If soft ass fucks up in number ten, the whole country feels it. Yeah. Because say for that whoever the fucking mayor here is now, if they turn around and say, Well, we're not doing that, well, actually you're not. But even when we did have tier two, they just got everyone in anyway. It's full of walls around here and manx. Well, let's not let's not go into that. Try and get Jay talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> but before we do go, if we're still waiting for our parade, City are gonna win the league. By the time fans are allowed back in, it's probably going to be that. Like, you can have a mass gathering. It's probably going to be that city in the pool waiting to parade the trophy. I'll start with you, Dean. Should you should we parade it? Seems something really sad about that, I think. I, I, would, I wouldn't do like a big city parade, but I think. But we've waited 30 years. Oh, no, but like, it's like two the, years it's... out of date. Aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think we should. I think we should bring the Sophie on the pitch before the first game, show it around the fans. Don't recreate like a fucking selfie lift or any shit like that. And just move on. It's like it's like marrying your missus, divorcing her, and then going to the, to her next wedding. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, no. <laughs> if it was going to be done, it would have been done. It would have already been done by now. It should have been done in September or August for me when everyone was a bit more relaxed and things like that. They could have done something then. They, they can't, can they? Because they're meant to be like, oh, they're meant to show that they're abiding by it. I think it's, but I think it's a lot of bullshit though that you'll remember it because we went to ground on the night they won the league and, and, appeared, appeared, and yeah. there was fucking outrage the Blues were going mad because of the because of their build because of Farhead's building <laughs> that was red the other day though weren't it yeah because Farhead's are red <laughs> but if you watch the Leeds documentary the team come out onto the steps and were on a I was about to ask you that then do you think that night was fucking was that- nothing Mm. Not fine, West Brom did as well when they got yeah, promoted. Yeah, they got fine. Players to the fans. That's what I was going to ask you. Do you think they should have come out that night yeah. at Anfield and just took fully. the fan? I don't even. Wouldn't have even. Like, would they've got fired? Leeds, like, yeah, no one did got, nothing about Leeds nah, getting fired get or, or West Brom. If but they did, who's asked? I think they got fined about twenty grand. <laughs> That's twenty fucking grand. Hell. We're proud. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> give a fucking pound in. Everyone there with that night would they give a pound in for that fine? But like, it just like. The point I'm trying to get is like when Liverpool were fucking 
57 points clear at the top of the table and football and everyone like football was like that whether to fucking come so back give us the it was no not even that I didn't want that but it was all no you can't do that it's not avoided it's, it's health and safety you know people are dying Man City are pissing away with it there's more people dying now not a fucking thing yeah None, absolutely none. And why is that? Because United are doing well, because Everton are doing all right, because City are top of the league. Because Liverpool are doing shite. And because Liverpool are doing shite. Yeah. West Ham was the us. biggest ones for it last year, weren't they? Like they were going down. Yeah. They, yeah. Their board were fully for avoiding the season. And that's no. cynical. That's cynicism. Watford, Troy Deeney. Oh, no, I don't think we should be playing. Fuck off. He's playing now, isn't he? He's <laughs> fucking playing now. He's not asked. Yeah. It's like each club looked after their own interest, except when it comes to their middle table clubs, because... For Everton last year, if they'd have null and voided or carried it on, two places, yeah. two places, if that for Man United last year, all right. I don't think they were in the top four, so but that but their fans were still calling for null and void. My point is because I think if it was a points per game, if they would have finished on that, United would have got top four, wouldn't they? No, people were saying null and void, they completely cancelling, so yeah. that's just so that Liverpool didn't win the league, basically, but. The question is, where's all that now? There's more people dying now. There's more people in the hospital, or so we're led to believe. Yeah. So, not a thing on Twitter about it. But you see Reds all the time, like messing about, null and void it, null and void it. Whereas they're not being serious, like asking for it because it's just being accepted that Liverpool are shit now. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool are shit. They're having a shit season. City have pissed it. All the best. But the thing, they are going to pray though, aren't they? That's the thing, and it. Going back to your point, no, I don't think we should no, play it's, it's just it's fucking, it's, yeah, to end It's a sad state of affairs. But I think we will, because like Klopp said and all that, like we're going to do it when the time's right, but I think if we do do it, we're going to get the absolute piss taken out of us feet forever. Don't get me wrong, if they do do it, I'll go and I will get pissed. <laughs> so, like, don't, like, don't take me saying, this and no, they shouldn't do it, as me saying I'm not going to go. I will full, fully fucking be there and I will be pissed. I think to be fair, it's it's not just like a celebration of winning the league, though then it is, it's a celebration of actually coming out of lockdown alive. I can't take my kids and everyone will go anyway because everyone's been locked up for fucking two years. So it'd be the biggest parade ever because of that. Yeah, I agree. I think when this is what we do eventually come out of lockdown if we're allowed... Okay, anything that happens, like anything, like a fucking house party, vast seventy people at someone's house mm. party. Good for us. Yours. <laughs> good for us though. Yeah, good Massive for us. Massive nineties and Sefton Park. Yeah, good for us because we've got a, like an interest in it. But like, fuck me, man. We just need something good, don't we? Yeah. Fucking yeah. hell, everything's just negative. Got walking down the street, you get snarled if you sneeze. If you're across the road from someone and you sneeze and you haven't got a mask on, oh. You have to explain a cough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh don't worry, I haven't got it. When the fuck did you have to explain a cough? Yeah, well, this the lad who I look after, he walks around, he was like, <clears throat> when he does it around the parks, <laughs> some woman the other day went like that when she walked past him. <laughs> it's like, is this it now? Like, yeah. is this what we do? Do we just snap, do we snap people who look a little under the weather because they might have a little hangover? Stupid. The world's just fucked and the reds are shite. And Shut them off now, fuck. <laughs> fucking didn't want to go. He's going to go home and he's not going to sleep for hours <laughs> thinking about coronavirus. It's not coronavirus, it's that fat swat in fucking news. Look, now have you started? I'll shut them off now. Fucking hell, take it home, Matty. Right, before we go, uh, give us a score prediction, Dean. Uh, oh, I did this last week, he said we win 3 2. Um, oh, God. Uh, nil nil. Belt. Tonche. 1 1. I'm gonna be happy with the draw. I'm gonna go four now. Fuck off, man. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nah, I just think against. I just think 
I'm just I'm holding out straws really to be honest. Like that game against Leicester that season where we just battered them and they were our biggest rivals. I'm just hoping that something like that happens again. We just turn up and fuck them. I just think we look fucked. We look knackered. I don't think we got that energy. With have Leicester played in the FA Cup? Are they all they out? It's true, but I don't know if they play. They played yeah. There's games tonight. Um, I don't think they played last night. But then usually when we have a break, we're, we're shit, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. But that's what sparked this little shitty blip. Well, I'll say a blip. This is fucking what sparked that. There was eight days. Was there <laughs> a between. blip. What's that? What sparked <laughs> yeah. this fucking two months? <laughs> <laughs> look, you look at that fucking. There was eight days between Palace and West Brom, weren't there? That West Brom game was the, the beginning of it all. So. Well, Leicester are playing Brighton today. Um, but they've started. Vardy starts like. But that's about it. Maybe it's like one of them cartoons, know, where the car- where the character gets a bonk on the head. Yeah. And like they forget everything, they get another bonk on the head, and then they just switch back to the way they are. That's Maybe we thinking. had that week break and we just forgotten who we are. We have this week break and we'll just click back into being Liverpool. That's again. all I think, because we've been battered by City. There's gotta be there's gotta be a turning point in the season. Maybe that is it. And wait, yeah, when you think that yeah, we've got in Diddy, um Soyun has been playing for Mazzy, Thielmans, Vardy, and that's about it. Out of the first team playing today. I just think that fucking Everton game's got rock bottom written all over it for me. That's rock bottom. Fucking hell. It's just, I just think that Everton, I, 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 hate to, I hate to be a negative person, like, but it does. See, my fucking life full <laughs> of that negativity. I got a taxi bike for nearly 600 quid yesterday and I was fucking flying. <laughs> Fuck me. 5 0, Matty. Oh, I reckon man. the Reds are going to piss it 5 0. Casper Schmeichel's going to get sent off and everything. And we're all going to go home dead happy. And then on Sunday, Boris is going to lift lockdown. Jay, Jay be parading the streets <laughs> if that happens. Fucking <laughs> hell, not half. Yeah, nice one for coming on. Hopefully one of us are right. Hopefully one dot Dean. He's 0-0. Hopefully we are you are right. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you watch it on YouTube, don't forget to like, rate and subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Uh, and we'll see you after the rest of the game. End the lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> You've made my job different.